Welcome to Catch and Release, a podcast project undertaken by more than 100 English 12 students from Sir Winston Churchill Secondary in Vancouver, BC. In these episodes, you'll be hearing about their memories, big moments from their lives, their regrets, and their dealings with mental health. We hope that after catching these stories, you find a way to release what's holding you back. Thank you for listening. Welcome. You are listening to Maze Through Anxiety. In the three episodes of this series, we'll be revealing myths about anxiety by teachers and professionals. We'll also touch on personal experiences and ways to cope with it. Hopefully, we'll be able to guide you to the right path through this confusion about anxiety. Are you okay? You look sweaty and nervous. Is everything alright? No, I'm actually not. I think I have anxiety. How come? I have many exams and projects coming up, and I'm really stressed about it. Oh, same. I'm stressed out too, but I don't think that's how anxiety works. Hmm, is it not? I thought anxiety is when you get really nervous and you can't think of anything to say, and I bet that many people around our age have similar thoughts. Hmm, okay, let's see. We're now in front of Sir Winston Churchill Secondary School. And we'll be asking short knowledge-based questions on anxiety to passing by students. Let's see how much they know about anxiety. What is anxiety to you? When you feel kind of nervous, maybe, kind of. Yeah, okay. All right. Mm, it's like when you feel like a lot of emotions and you like can't control it. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, what do you know about anxiety? Not that much. Do you think anxiety is a common disorder? Um, sort of. Okay. True and false, anxiety therapy takes years to be effective. True? Do you think anxiety is an illness? Mm, No. It happens to a lot of people at some point in their life, so it's not. Okay. Alright. I mean, only a few. People with anxiety have a bad temper? False. People with anxiety faint and hyperventilate a lot. I mean, that only happens if you're like, have really high anxiety, so I guess this can be true. Yeah, can be true. Okay. Do you think anxiety is generic? What does generic mean again? <laughs> like, um, it's because of the genes, like, um, pass, like pass on to generic. No, false. False? Okay. Okay. See, I'm not the only person who thinks that way. This is not okay. There is a serious lack of knowledge of anxiety in the students, even when it's so common in our daily life. We should talk to someone who has more knowledge and experience if we want to understand what it really is. What about the teachers? I think they would have more knowledge on this topic. Sure. Mr. Mose is a socialist teacher who we were able to interview with. He had some interesting insights on anxiety and was willing to share his personal story on the topic. What is anxiety to you? This is excessive, um, unrealistic worrying and neurotic thought processes. How many people around you do you know that has anxiety? I think most 
people do. Um, certain people suffer from it. Some people manage to deal with it quite um, easily. <coughs> um, I know of, of, of many people who it is a pretty debilitating part of their life and it's quite a challenge. Have you ever experienced anxiety? Yes, I have. Um, would you mind to like share that story? Um, <laughs> I, uh, in the early parts of my school career, this is the second time I've been interviewed on a podcast and has talked about these things. Uh, an early part of my school teaching career, I became incredibly stressed out and had a really, really challenging time and was having a great difficulty with anxiety and had to go see a counselor and take medication um, and uh, still do. Because, mm -hmm. I don't know, I just like, I thought that you were doing like an amazing job Because I, I was in your class last year in social study And we was like blown away by your lessons I'm happy, I'm, yeah. I'm happy That's But uh, it's, yeah, it's a part of my life That's And uh, so it's man a matter of, of managing it And um, trying to live as uh, happily and fully as possible with anxiety And like it's just a part of my life or people's lives and um, if we can learn how to manage it then uh, I still think I can live a really happy and fulfilling and positive life. Yeah, so like how do you like manage it when you get really stressed out and anxious? Yeah, um, uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, once I was able to take my medication uh, it opened up opportunities for me to take proactive uh, steps whereas before it was really challenging so now it means uh, I run a lot. I learned how to partner dance and partner dancing really changed my life. Um, uh, it was a lot of those kind of positive exercise, um, um, connecting with friends, connecting with other people, connecting with the community, all of these things that are really, really healthy, healthy and a lot of that centered around dance because it was an opportunity to dance with people, um, there's physical contact, there's yeah. every week I'm going to lessons and there's an achievable challenge that I can, I can try and I can yes. try it on the dance floor. Uh, and I'm getting physical exercise, there's just so, so cool. many benefits. So that was a really big part of me becoming uh, a lot more healthy and then being able to manage it in a great, in, in a better way. All right, so just a last question. Mm -hmm. How would you like people around you to like behave or act that make you feel better when you encounter anxiety? Uh, part of it is just not to make it a huge deal. Uh, I think it's just a part of a part of life and it can be really a, a great struggle or it can be uh, just another part of life. And I think sometimes Sometimes we get a little bit, I say this as someone who's doing well with it, but like we get a bit precious of, oh my gosh, like really, you? It's like, yeah, it's just, it's just yeah. what it is yeah. and, uh, and, and it's not like it changes who I am. I'm the same person I was before. Um, it just happens I have this little bit of an extra challenge and, and that's not a big deal. It's, not, it's not a big deal, deal. yeah. Alright, yeah. that's everything. Thank okay. you so much. Cool. Next, onto the student teachers. We had a long and interesting conversation with Ms. Tam and Mr. Shawash. Two people who face anxiety due to their fresh start in their teaching career, dealing with uncertainty and stress with students. What is anxiety to you? Anxiety to me is constant worry about the future and always feeling like you don't have control over it or always feeling like something is going to go wrong. <laughs> Extending that, I think that to me anxiety is when you have that feeling that Fled just described and then your reaction is to um, work through it by just trying to work through all the things you're worried about, but it's not actually practical. Yeah. I would say it's, it's both a physical and mental feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. When you get really anxious, what are some of the strategies that you do to help you calm down? 
Um, I'll talk to my partner about it, or I'll take a nap, or I'll get bubble tea. It's usually or sushi. Yeah. So food, 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 family, good. friends, yeah. and rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's like probably the best strategies ever. <laughs> um, definitely food. I love food. Food <laughs> definitely calms me down. Um, uh, exercise helps for the short term. Long term meditation is it's helped me a lot. Yeah. How do you think about like medication? Medication. I think um, it works for some people. Um, okay. I've tried medications at some point at like in my past, um, but it it didn't really help me. Um, I think the main thing is a combination of, you know, to find what medication works for what people because everyone reacts to it differently, right, right. and combining it with other activities that calm anxiety. Yeah. So you can't use it by itself. Right, right, right. Not that like, that's not that I'm a doctor or anything. I'm not. I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah, it's it's more it's more than just that. Like it's kind of a whole lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle thing. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I heard that some people say that like. The pills for the um for the medication is mm-hmm. actually just as the psychological trick. It's just like oh, it doesn't really have effect on you. It just like people mm-hmm. tell you that it will have an effect on you. Placebo, right? And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. by believing that, you feel better. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that works for people. I think that's fine. Then maybe yeah. their pills are just yeah, full yeah, of sugar, true. and yeah. who cares? Yeah. yeah. The Plus point is that it works. Yeah. Yeah. True. False. With anxiety, should avoid situations that cause them stress. Mm. Mm. Um, okay, I think I have an answer. Go ahead. <laughs> Obviously, my answer is depends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I would say depends as well. Yeah. I imagine like a graph where the person is like slowly building skills to help them manage their stress. All right. So in the beginning, I agree that avoidance can be a good way to manage stress. But in life, you don't know what kind of factors are going to make you anxious, right? right so right. you can avoid maybe the really serious ones, like hmm, I'm not going to bungee jump every day, because mm-hmm. that would make me really anxious, or the idea of it would make me anxious. Mm-hmm. But over time, as I learn to cope with each stressor, I can not have to avoid it, and I can face it. There's an idea we just heard earlier mm-hmm. that she, like, what the interviewee, she said that the exposure to that stress situation, mm-hmm. you should not like avoid it entirely, but you can rather like, mm-hmm. like have it, like day by day, mm-hmm. just like slowly get familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're scared of the water, yeah. you can just put your feet in the shallow end at first, yeah, yeah. and then eventually maybe like, you'll get every to the deeper. Day is yeah. Like a process like mm-hmm. through it. Yeah. yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, that is good advice. What do you think? I, she hit it right on the spot. I completely <laughs> agree. I don't think, I think there's some things yeah you should put off until you're equipped to be able to deal with that stress. That's yeah, that's exactly, that's totally right. I agree. <laughs> it's supposed to end right now, but since you guys are a student teacher, <laughs> I expect that you guys have like some anxiety in the classroom as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. So how do you experience that? Uh, I think part of it is that so I feel like most of us we've gotten sort of this far and we're at a point where at this point in the practicum uh, I can't I can't speak for everyone but at least for myself I feel like even though I, I have anxiety about you know about teaching or just you know we're like I'm concerned about how well I'm doing but I feel like I've 
kind of built my toolkit and I've equipped myself with the right tools to be able to tackle that anxiety. So whereas in my past, maybe many years ago, I would have been afraid to do this and I would have quit. And now, even though I'm, you know, I still have fears, I'm working through it. So I just tell myself, you know what, anxiety, you can bother me as much as you want. I'm still going to try. And if I fail, I fail. If I succeed, I succeed. But, you know, I'm not going to know otherwise unless I try. So. I think adding to that, I would say yes to toolkits. Again, knowing like three to five things that you can do. Um, for me, it's also, um, what is it called, visualization. So that helps me think big picture. So I imagine myself succeeding. So for example, I had to teach two blocks of grade eights yesterday. And it was my first time teaching grade eights. It's been a very long time since I've been in grade eight. I teach two blocks of grade tens and then I have lunch and then I teach the grade eights. So it's a long day. Yeah. Oh, so right. the day before, I was really nervous. I had planned everything, like even where the students would sit and the timing for each activity. So I couldn't plan anymore to make myself feel better. Yeah. So I just like sat down and just closed my eyes and I just imagined like how the whole day would go. Yeah. And I tried to imagine like possible reactions and how I would react to their reactions. And I think that helps me a lot. That's so thoughtful. Yeah. When I um, used to do karate, my uh, sensei told me to do the same thing. So the day before a competition, you just like imagine yourself doing the kata or the kumite, whatever the form, the pattern or the fighting is. Yeah. And just imagine yourself succeeding. And she says that just, even just statistically, you will do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I actually oh, heard great. this theory. It's like... I'm not sure what it's called, but like if you just keep on believing and thinking of like that you're gonna succeed, it's going to like happen eventually. There's like this universal like energy that just Manifest <laughs> manifestation. That's what oh, they call it. it. When yeah. you manifest yeah. something, you will it to happen, and it, yeah. then it will. Yeah. And then you kind of just like believe that it already happened. Like it will like mm -hmm. happen to you. Mm -hmm. That's super interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How's grade eight different from grade ten? Anyway. Um, teaching grade 8? Yeah, they're teaching grade 8. They're just, they're, they're new. Both, yeah, they're new. They have lots of questions, yeah. which I love. Yeah. yeah. They have a lot of energy, so energy. I need to keep up. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, definitely. Are they really loud? It depends. Yeah. I think as a teacher. They're, they're like loud in like a good way. Like yeah. Because they want They're happy, right? They they're not engage, sad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they want to engage. Yeah, yeah. Sad yeah. So you yeah. just need to know where to put that energy. Like yeah, if you yeah, put them in an activity yeah. where they're learning and they're happy. I find they're very inspiring. Yeah. Because they, yeah, they come in with all this fresh energy, mm -hmm. and they really want to learn. And they, when they want to learn, they make you want to teach them. And yeah, that's true. That's yeah. so true. Because I realize that teachers are like a big part of my school life. Like I like a subject or not, it depends on the teacher. Like yeah. how he conveyed that information to me, and right. how like he will inspire me through that right. lesson. Mm -hmm. And how he just cares about you as a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's really important in grade eight because they're really new. Yeah. So yesterday, one of my grade eight students asked me. Um, can I ask you questions not about school? And I was like, of course. <laughs> you can ask me anything. You tell me about your life. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's something that's really nice about grade. They rely on you. Yeah, yeah. Teacher. Absolutely. I think the student teacher, you guys have, like, that energy as well. Because, like, lots of, like, older teachers in the school, they, like, 
gone through lots of things and the only thing they know now is only like oh focus on the lessons like get through the day because like every day is like the same day and it just repeat like that mm -hmm. so even though they care about the student okay. on the lesson surface they don't really care about like oh what the student life look like so we have like that disconnection between student and teacher and the student just feel like oh he's my teacher he's just not this like nothing more than that. Right. Yeah. As a teacher, I feel like you guys create that better than Absolutely. they do. Yeah, I think oh, part of our jobs you. is to tell students, I don't care what grade you get, you're still yeah. a good person. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. I don't favorite people because they wrote a really yeah. good essay. Yeah. yeah. So please like, keep that enthusiasm, yeah. like, because not many people are like, maintaining yeah. that. Yeah, okay, well, thank you. No, no, that's, so that's good to know. I, I didn't really. 10 years. That, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't really think about that, but yeah, yeah that's good to know. Thank you. Yeah. It's nice to hear from, from the perspective from students. of students. Yeah. Yes. And then um, we just interviewed like, a teacher, a new teacher as mm. well, and he said that he also deals with anxiety, mm -hmm. but then yeah. he looked at it as like part of life. It's not something that's like too big that yeah. will like decide everything in right. your life. Yeah. It's just like a part that you have to deal with. It's yeah, like, you can't like decide life. everything for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so and like, it, it's like easy worry? to let it like yeah. it can easily overtake your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But definitely, that's good. That's a good point that yeah. he that they said. Yeah. So I learned that like so stuff happened to you. You can't really decide what's gonna happen to you, but you can decide like the attitude towards mm -hmm. it, how you react. Yeah, definitely. how you react. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Very good. Cool. Thank okay. you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Wow, I didn't expect that many of our teachers to actually have experience anxiety. Yeah, me too. Probably we never notice because they always keep up their image in class. Don't you think that creates some kind of distance between the students and the teachers? I feel like it's quite a disconnection right there. In fact, I think the students never really care about it, but we should from now on. For the information from the teachers, although it's really helpful, I feel like we need a more reliable source of truth. What do you think if we go interview some psychologists in order to understand more about this topic? Anxiety is very complicated and most people don't know how to deal with it or even know what it is, as you can see from the answer of the students. <clears throat> you mean here? People who are diagnosed with anxiety or even just feel anxious at the moment are facing obstacles but hopefully they can find a way to overcome them. Mr. Mose is a great example of someone who is struggling with this disorder. Yeah, I think Mr. Mose has a great attitude towards this disorder he's having. He sees it as like a normal thing, just like it's part of his life and we shouldn't over-exaggerate or dread over it. Yeah, and I also agree with his point of how bystanders discovering him having anxiety should behave in a way that they should really make a big deal out of it and that they shouldn't categorize people with anxiety or any kind of special group. Mm -hmm. He listed a lot of ways that he deals with anxiety, like mm -hmm. dancing, swimming, or like, and other people also mentioned like meditating and social interactions, mm -hmm. yeah. unless you have like social anxiety. But oh, yeah. like everyone has different ways that they cope with anxiety. <laughs> Um, so I think for in general, you just have to find something like a hobby or like an activity that yeah. brings you joy and so it can distract you from the overwhelming and stressful thoughts. Yes. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will hear from a psychology teacher 
and skilled counselor on their knowledge about anxiety. See you then! Edited by Ellie and Scarlett. Scripted and dialogue by Tanya and Rosalind. Interviewed by Rosalind, Tanya, Scarlett, and Ellie. Sound from soundbible.com and freesound.org.